Hi, everybody. You're listening to A Date with Dateline. And this is Katie. <laughs> I did it wrong. <laughs> so tired. Do you see my face every time? You get I'm this sure like this scared, look. panic look like I've just given away a huge secret. Because That's what for- your face looks like. Like I have told, revealed to everyone. Like because for months what we and look months, like. months and months, it's been, hi, everyone, this is Kimberly, and this is Katie, and you're Do listening to- Do I say everyone to, or everybody? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. I should know, seeing I edit it, but I think maybe you switch off? I don't know. Maybe I switch off. But I'm saying every time it's that, and you're listening to A Date with Dateline, and lately, for the past month, it's been all over the map. Sometimes you say- <laughs> Hi, everybody. Long nothing. pause. No, nothing. Just You're waiting like waiting for, for me to, to say my name. And I never first. Okay, it's so, so it. you have the title yips and I have the intro yips. Yeah, it's really bad. I, we're, the, give me, this is our second time recording this episode. Yeah, let's just put that out there right now. Sometimes when you're doing a podcast, people go, why does it take so long? Because sometimes you record an entire episode and then you realize after you're done that the sound did not record the entire time and you have to redo the whole thing. That's really sad. And that's, that's the opposite now. of a Christmas miracle. That's like a Christmas debacle. It's a demon, devil, Satan. It is. Who's yes. the demon of a Krampus? Kramp- who's Krampus? Krampus is some sort of evil Santa. Yeah. But right? Santa's not. So, like, Santa's not like a saint. I don't think Saint Nicholas and Santa are the same. They, we shouldn't, let's not. Saint Nick. They call him Saint Nick. I don't feel like that's the same person. I feel like they might be related. <laughs> they might be related? Like, they're cousins? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, second cousins like, once removed. Like, Santa went off and started doing, like, a very money-making scheme with presents <laughs> and getting kids to want material objects. And Saint Nick was a holy man. And he like judges whenever they have to see each other at family reunions. He's like, yeah. uh, don't make me talk to Santa, mom. Yeah. How's mom, the toy? Is he bins? coming over? <laughs> oh, it's so great. We, me and Mrs. Claus were up at the, you know, we got these elves. We have so many elves. As far as the eye can see, we have elves yeah. helping. He sounds like Trump, right? Like yes, huge. That's what I'm picturing. We have yeah. a huge, huge amount of North elves. Pole. And St. Nick is like, hmm. Yeah, I'm just doing my um, ministry work, focusing on the Lord and faith. We opened, we and opened three Nick more homeless like, shelters. Come on, did you see my Porsche outside? Yeah, exactly. Want to see my souped up sleigh? Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm picturing a little bit. And then Krampus is some sort of, I don't know, demon that lives on the back of Santa's head. I don't know. Yes, it's like Voldemort. Like that. Yes, yeah, like that's Voldemort. why he wears this that hat. This is a Professor Quirrell situation. That's yeah. why he wears that hat. Real quick before we get started, is there a Harry Potter musical? Wicked Cursed Child, Wicked Child. Do you know what I'm talking about? That's the play. Yep. Is it not a musical? No. Have you seen it? No. Do you want to? Harry Potter and the Cursed Child? Yes. Would you want to see the play? Yeah. When it comes to LA? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay. I'm just... When does it come to LA? You can be difficult to purchase gifts for, so I'm planning way in advance. Oh, On air. We we said we haven't read the book. We have to read it. Yeah, we do need to do that. All right, or the, well. s- the script, whatever it's called. Oh, yeah, that's right. There is the musical, which is has Darren Chris in it, and it's... Um, oh, that's fun. It's super fun. It's on YouTube. It's good. It's like, they have a whole bunch of them. can't remember what it's called, but... And then there's, of course, Potter Puppet Pals. Yes. 
angst. <laughs> Hermione, Hermione, Dumbledore, Dumbledore. And you it's do like very well. Around. Good job. Do you that, that was really good. No, I Snape, do. You showed it Snape, to me. Severus Snape, Dumbledore. Nailed it. Thank you. Uh, what episode are we talking? Oh, we have a show to do. Bad blood. This is bad, baby. Now we got bad. I'm still so toned. Go, up. just go. I'm ready. Oh, baby, now we got bad. No, it's. I'm saying it. No, I, you're so, doing it right. You got to keep going. And baby, now we got bad. Hold on a second. Wait, stop what you're doing. Why are you holding your finger like that? Because I'm trying. Are you to, doing what the singers do? I'm trying. We to, are the world. I'm trying. We are to, the children. Like it helps if you cover ones. your ears. <laughs> but I'm wearing headphones, so I cannot. And so I am touching my fingers to my cheek. Friends, let me paint you a picture. Kimberly's trying to get get into Tay-Tay mode, and all of a sudden I see a hand go up to her upper cheek, like she's trying to listen to her tone, but it's on her cheek, so it's not going to help anything. Because I'm wearing headphones. We are the world. Did I get what that if I put head? my hands to the headphones? Is that better? I'm sorry, why do I think of that when I think of we are the world? The, head, no, the yeah, hand to the headphones. Yeah, but didn't they do a lot of they like all, in yeah, and they out did like it. this yeah, with yeah. the hands but on Brittany the headphones? But Brittany does it too when she's like, oh, baby, baby. She does yeah. that too. They all do it. They all do it. But we are the world for some reason. It's really stuck in my head. Taylor actually ironically never does it. She it's doesn't need to. It's a choice we're making. We're <laughs> saving our own lives. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, That's so much better than do they know it's Christmas at all, which I have read so many articles about how now people are realizing it's like the most horrible, like racist, offensive song. Do they know it's Christmas at all? But speaking of which, Whamageddon, it's fully on. As Sorry, it's last Sunday. Christmas, right? Yeah, or th- it's on as of Saturday. It the, starts the 1st, the official rules, December 1st. And it's just Wham's version of Last Christmas. You can listen to the Glee version until you fall over. But I don't know why you would want to. It's not bad. I mean, It's not a good song. I don't like that song. It's, it's catchy. But strangely, I'm not a huge Wham fan, but I am a big George Michael fan. George Michael Bluth and George Michael the singer, songwriter. They're both great. They're both great. Um, yeah. But I have, uh, I have something for you because okay. of that. And I'm really glad that you confirmed it was last Christmas because it's, it's a very good surprise. Oh, boy. Okay. But it doesn't make you lose it. Good. Yeah. Because I got out last year on Christmas. On my watch. Eve? Yeah, Christmas at Eve. At Stephanie's house? Yeah. We'll yeah, never that was forget. Rough. So, Bad Blood. This is hosted by Keith Morrison. Season 22, episode 51, August 1st, 2014. This takes place in Georgia. I'm waiting for you to say. Hot Atlanta. Yeah, which I still don't think we're allowed to say it. You wrote it down in your paper. No, but do you see the little heat waves coming off the O? So beautiful. She's an artist. Uh, This is about Nikki Whitehead. Her friend, Yuka, also love. Nikki's mom... Loved her. I have nothing bad to say about her. When Nikki was a teenager, she was rebellious. She was sent to live with her grandma, who let her get away with murder. And when that will become important later. When she was 18, she got pregnant with twins that she named Jazz and Taz. Jasmia? Jasmina? Jasmia and Tasmia. Jasmia and Tasmia. 
So Nikki was still living with her grandma and the girls, but she wanted to move out and get some independence. And one day she meets this older man, and I don't know, do we call this a meat cute or is it a skeezy cute? We're going to call it a meat cute, but th- this situation was suspicious. Yeah. B- because he was, can I tell it? Yes, please. Because he was in a mall. See, he describes it as sitting on the fountain in the mall. So I am guessing that this older gentleman is just sitting on the fountain, scoping out chicks, watching babes walk by. Yeah. And then set his eyes on beautiful Nikki. Who is old enough to, young enough to be his daughter. Correct. He is old enough to be her father. So it's a little bit of a skeezy cute. Yep. Yeah, it's a skeezy cute. So he bought her nice things. He fell in love with her. He called her his movie star. (gasps) Meat skis. There you go. He loved her daughters and he wanted to take care of them. So Nikki and the girls moved into Robert's house in a nice gated neighborhood. Because he did well. He was a trucker. And apparently truckers make a lot more money than I thought. I and think I they do. need to marry one because my perfect relationship is money and they're not there that often. Long haul trucker. But then Long when they're trucker. there, they're really fun and they love King of the Hill. Yeah. Do you think truckers love King of the Hill? I don't think so. I think so. the right trucker for you does. Yeah, but that sounds more like a hipster trucker. And I don't know if those exist. No, I don't think it's a hipster trucker. I think it's someone who's just very... Likes what they like. Okay. I think they just think they have the same sense of humor as you, but they don't also have a need to be super social because it's probably very lonely on the road. So they're really happy when they come home that you're there and you guys get to socialize and then they go away. And then sometimes you get to join them if it's somewhere fun. Oh, I do like a road trip. And then I would call you a lot lizard and send you texts. What does that mean? We've talked about lot lizards. You don't remember? Is that a parking lot? It's where you knock. The girls, the guys spend the oh, night right. in the big yeah. truck stops yeah. and they come and knock in on the yeah. door. I think so I don't want to date, date a trucker who's going to bring home chlamydia. As, no, he's not. No, because he's not going to open the door for the... You don't have to open the door. It's it's like a vampire. If you don't open the door, they, <laughs> they don't, don't let them in. in. They're not like crawling through the windshield. <laughs> Away, you beast! <laughs> That's what I'm going to teach him to say. I don't know you. That's my purse. <laughs> Um, I like a wavy beast better. <laughs> so anyway, back to the story. We need a segue music that's like, and now back to the show. Da, 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 da. Just keep doing it. Okay. If you just keep doing that, then we'll know. Okay. So Nikki was styling hair and she enrolled in college. She was really trying to get her life together and succeed. And she was super sassy. When she was in college, she told her professor, what's going on with your hair? Do you have a hairstylist? And does she know you're going out like this? And the professor said, yes, I do. And no, she doesn't. And Nikki said, I'm giving her one more chance and then I'm taking over. So I kind of think that's hilarious and I want to be friends with her. Yeah, me too. And Nikki was sort of at this precipice, a change in her life, like good things were happening. She had just put braids in her hair that were symbolic, like new do, new you thing. And so everything was good. Then one day, everything was really bad. And it was 2010. And the girls are now 16, Jazz and Taz. They come home from school and they find a horror scene at their house. Nikki is dead in the bathtub and there's blood everywhere. 
It's by the door, like she had tried to run away. It's on the walls. It's all over the floor. She had been stabbed multiple times. And then it appears that she was dragged into the bathtub and put in water, which is so weird. Um, The twins run out to the street and they flag down a cop and they're banging on the windows and they're hysterical. And they bring the girls into the police station. They're crying and they're like, we want our mom. We want our grandma. And the cops are like, these girls are now orphaned, basically, because their dad was never really in the picture. And everyone's devastated. So Yuka, the friend that we'll talk about later, and Nikki's mom, they're all devastated. The cops are trying to figure out what happened. And it didn't look random. It looked personal. There was so much rage. So they go to the boyfriend. Boyfriend Robert. He's the trucker. He was out of town. They find him and he's devastated. But then they're talking to Jazz and Taz in the police station. Jazz and Taz, the daughters are like, well, she had other boyfriends. Not just Robert whose house we lived at they there were other guys including this guy joe who she's been fighting with a lot uh-huh. so they find joe and turns out nikki was dating several guys and that robert the trucker knew about it his feeling was that it wasn't like um like swinging it wasn't like an, it was kind of like an open relationship but only one-sided, I think. Like, I don't think he was seeing the prost- the li- lounge lizards. What are they called? Lot lizards? Lot lizards. I think he felt like he was a lot older than her and he was out of town a lot. So he wanted her to be happy when he was out of town. So when they he was in town, they were together. And it was just them. And then when he was out of town, she could do what she wanted as long as, like, it didn't interfere with their relationship. I think that was sort of the deal. I think it was just their deal. I don't think it was an open thing or anything like that. I think that he took, he provided for her, put a roof over her head, probably gave her money for gas and all this stuff to help take care of her. And in return for for all that, she didn't even have to be a one woman gal. No. She just, no, but just when he was in town, he wanted her to be his woman. So that is the kind of relationship you're looking for. You said. But I don't need to be, like, going all over the place. No, but he'd probably, I don't know if he'd let you or not. I don't know. I, I don't found care. this man. I'm more thinking, I've always thought I would rather be a sister wife because I don't, I like so much me time that I could definitely share. Like, I would be fine with that. Go away for several nights. That's fine. I only have to see you once or twice a week. That's cool. Hmm. Hmm. You don't like that. I just haven't seen a lot of like men that I find interesting or attractive that have multiple wives. I don't understand all these sister no, wives. No, I've definitely never been attracted to the man. I've seen all the sister wife shows and I've never been attracted to the men. That doesn't right. mean it's not possible. There's one guy actually who's not bad on seeking sister wives. What would it be called? Hours time if you're looking for a like <laughs> <laughs> like a sister yes. wife. Hours times. Hours times. Yeah. Ours times is. Okay. Yeah. Or what was the other one? Seeking silver singles. Silver singles. Yes. See, uh, you, I don't know if you could do it with that one. Farmers and wives only. I don't know. What that <laughs> I don't know how that works. Um, so farmers, but it's not only. It's farmers inclusive. It's like farmers. Farmers inclusive. <laughs> so... Uh, they So they had this relationship. So Robert was okay with the Joe thing. But then the police were like, well, maybe Joe wasn't okay with the Robert thing. 
and he and Nikki had been fighting, according to Jazz and Taz. So they bring in Joe. He actually seemed kind of nice, too. Like, I kind of liked Robert and Joe. Joe was a barber, and she's a hairstylist. I think that's adorbs. Yes. Like, that's really that cute. cute. They could have matching, like, I have an appointment. Like, they could compare appointments for the day and then, like, be like. Like, somebody's clippers could go out and you yeah, could, like, run next door. I'll just door, run next door and get my hubbies. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if men and women, barbers and hairstylists use the same things, but he probably, like, shaves the thing. Yeah. No, but I think that depending on how short the cut is, I when I had super, super short hair a long time ago, they razored up the back with clippers. People are going to jump on that little detail about yourself. That was 15 years ago. So that's not going to help anyone. Still, she's the type of person that could pull that off. Not Does that help? (laughs) Not successfully. Oh, She looked scary. I looked like Susan Powder. Okay. (laughs) Stop the insanity. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Where is she? Is she still kept the weight know. off? Good for her. We should look her up too. Her and Good Amy. Okay. For her. Now we know. Okay. Amy Grant. Is that what we were doing? Yeah. Maybe they're buds. Uh, I love it. I doubt it. I bet, I bet her and Susie Orman are friends though. So her and Susie Orman seem to have a lot of in common, including their No, love. I feel like they would be friends or mortal enemies. It's one or the other. Die hard not, enemies. Yeah. It's not just they're okay with no. each other. It's I one feel like one, or the other. They, if they happen to show up at the same party- Tumbleweeds mm-hmm. roll across the party, even though it's at a fancy LA house. And tumbleweeds roll across yep. the pool mm-hmm. and they glare at each other. Okay. Or they're best friends and they go to vacation in Morocco together. Okay. I could see that too. Let's find out. So they bring in Joe, the boyfriend. He has no cuts on him and he passed a polygraph. What? So the police still think it wasn't random. So they look into the family. Here we go. Here we go. A few I'm years. Here, here we go. A few years. Before, <laughs> we're going. I feel like you weren't getting the reaction you wanted. Here we go. I'm here. I'm with you. A few years before, Nikki had called 911 because one of the twins was missing. <gasps> Nikki thought she was kidnapped or something, and she's freaking out. And it's so adorable because she keeps calling the 911 operator ma'am, even though Aww. she's crying and she's hysterical. Nikki was the best, I swear. She's like, I don't know, ma'am. I don't know. She would never do this, ma'am. And I'm just like, oh, God, it, it's so sad. So Nikki thinks, like, she must have been kidnapped because she would never run away. Turns out she totally snuck out, whichever one of the twins it was. And they, she had snuck out to be with the boy. Turns out they were doing stuff like this a lot. Their behavior was just getting worse. And they were constantly fighting with their mom, sometimes even physically. So they went to the juvenile court. Nikki took them to the juvenile court. She wanted the judge to scare them into behaving. But instead, the judge totally blamed Nikki and sent the girls to live with their grandma. The same grandma. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, did they go to juvenile court? There was like a fight, a pinnacle fight that took them to juvenile court, right? I think think so. Or it was the 911 call. I think it was a fight because I remember it in outside information that there was some sort of fight with dragging across the floor. Like the mm. twins jumped her because they wanted to go out and she had said no. And there was like dragging, like there was a, it was a big fight enough for the cops to come to the house. And like, that's gotcha. why the girls like, yeah. So they, they got put in the court system because of, 
this all leading up to this one really scary fight. I thought Nikki had kind of brought it on so that they would get scared straight by the I judge. think that there were there was a choice whether or not she wanted them to go into juvenile court. Gotcha. Said, yes. gotcha. That's what I think happened. Okay, okay, sorry. So, so then in court. Then in court, the judge totally blamed Nikki and took it the wrong way, what she was saying, and sent them to live with their grandma, the same grandma that let Nikki run wild when she was a teenager and get pregnant. Mm-hmm. And they ran wild at the grandma's house. They were shoplifting and doing drugs and seeing boys. Nikki fought so hard to get them back. And finally, she was able to get them back. But they were like screaming in court, don't send us back to her. We don't want to go back to her. But Nikki was thrilled to finally have her girls back, even if they weren't happy. So she threw this big party to welcome them home. And it was only a few days after that that she was dead. So the police are very suspicious. They are talking to the girls still at the interrogation room, and the girls are totally bundled up. They're wearing their gloves. They're wearing their sleeves down, and the police make them take their things off, and they have bite marks and scratches all over them. And they said they have been fighting with each other, like bite bite fights. And well, one of them has a big cut on her finger. It finger looks like, cut. honestly, her mm-hmm. finger's like sliced yeah. really deep. Yeah. yeah. The police no- start to notice that they're sobbing, but no tears are coming out. Mm-hmm. But the cops are like, there's no way these small town, sorry, it's not small town. They're like small girls. They're, they're, they're pretty, they're sweet girls. Everyone describes them as sweet looking. Like yeah. angelic, these 16 year old girls. They could never do anything to their mom. But Nikki's mom is like, uh, when we were in court, they had yelled out, if we have to go back with her, we'll kill her. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So the cops look into their story of the day, and they had said they were running late for school, but they got there in time. But they're shown on video showing up late to school, like two and a half hours late. So lie number one. Don't you also have to have a note if you show up two and a half hours late to school? I would think so, but these girls, they live by their own rules. Or they forged a note. They I'm sure they forged. So the cops divide up the twins, but they still say they didn't do anything. And when they're each alone in the room, they're still acting totally bereaved for their mom. One of them is praying out loud, like, please, Lord, find whoever did this to my mom, you know, things like that. So the police have no evidence. So they send the girls home and they start investigating. They send pics of the bite marks on their skin and the DNA samples to the lab. The forensic scientists realized that one of the bite marks on one of the girl's hands was a perfect match to Nikki. Perfectly. Like the mom had bit the daughter. And then what they, the police start thinking about when they had first pulled the girls over or the girls had per, per, first flagged them down. They, the right. girls had been biting themselves. And they were like, what are you doing? Don't You're hurting yourself, like self-harming. And they were like, I'm just upset. I do this when I'm upset. And the police thought that was kind of weird. So they were prob. So the police were like, were they just biting themselves to cover up the bite marks from their mom and the scratches and all this stuff? Yeah. So they also had these cuts on them and these scratches, and the police find blood at the scene that matches one of the girls. They don't know which one because they're twins, but their blood is mixed in with Nikki's blood at the scene. Mm-hmm. So five months go by, and the girls think that nothing is going to happen, but one day after school, the police arrest them. And all of Atlanta, like, the world turned upside down. That's Hamilton. But everything was, like, shooketh. Like, these these teenage girls killed their mom? What the heck? 
like I think twins. A, I think that 16. like these cases are like when children Mom. kill their parents, when it's like matricide or patricide, like it's people insane. flip out. Well, the interview reporter on the show that creepier twins twins already like have bad rap because of The Shining and many other things, but but really just The Shining. Really, I guess just the I shining. really The Shining. I think The Shining put it into overload. Yeah, I think those. Yeah, I think. that's a shame. Dan. So, Danny, come play come with play us. Come play with us. So, there's a reporter on this Dateline who makes a point like that about how matricide is just it goes against nature like right. the laws of nature you it's know more evil than than a lot of the i mean i'm saying okay murder is evil overall right yeah but like for some reason matricide seems to me like capital letters evil because yeah. this well is i think it goes the other way you. too like murdering your child is probably worse yes because yeah, of no, parents' love for a child is probably But it's like, also like this is the person that gave you life yes, and you are taking right. that. Like, right. It's, Who raised you since you were a baby, you know, in an ideal world? If it like if your parent abandoned you and then you go track them down and kill them, whatever, I'm not going to be as judgy about it. That's lowercase evil again? <laughs> lowercase evil. I'm not okay. going to be as judgy. But uh, right. this is – Nikki fought it's, hard for those girls. So, yeah, she did. The twins deny everything, but finally they've been sitting in jail for a while and they decide they want to make a deal. They confess to killing her, but they say she started it and it was self-defense. They say she was mad that they were late to school and she was screaming at them and calling them horrible names and swinging a kitchen pot around. Like, yeah, so weird. Not even like a frying pan, like in a cartoon with like like a rabbit. I don't know if it wasn't a frying pan. They showed a pot. I think. And it was like a sauce pot? It was like a big pot, like for boiling spaghetti. But I could have just been imagining that. You might have been imagining that because I didn't see a pot. And I was picturing a frying pan. I mean, in a cartoon, it's a frying pan. What are you cooking in a pot in the morning? You're usually cooking in a frying pan because you're making eggs. Oatmeal? Like a big thing of oatmeal? Who's doing oatmeal in a pot, though? Probably a lot of people. I don't really people. know how you cook oatmeal. I only know instant steel oatmeal. Steel-cut oats. I told you how big steel-cut oats are. Full circle. Steel-cut oats are the reason that millennials have ruined the cereal industry, along with avocado toast, probably. What are you talking about? Because they're only eating steel-cut oats? Correct. Steel-cut oats are the new quinoa, as I've no, said st- to but you. But have you eaten steel-cut oats? Yeah. And I've helped someone... Do you like it? No, because sometimes people eat them cold usually. Well, most of the time I watch it on my van lifers, which I watch a lot of van life videos because I'm going to convert a van and live in a van. And no so comment. They, li- they do it and they eat them cold from the fridge. And I don't really like that. No, it tastes like cardboard. You have to put like a pound of brown sugar in those, I feel like. But I've eaten chia seed pudding. Which That's is okay. kind of like that. I've had um, that. I don't mind that. I can that do that. I like. So, but anyway, what's, what's good for you about that? Why do you? Why are you supposed to eat chia? This is totally off topic. Never mind. We'll talk it's about really it later. good. But I'm do just... you know that if you eat chia dry, you can die? That a man almost died. He swallowed a tablespoon of dry chia seeds, and then what? They expand like they do in the pudding, like in your throat and in, really your, esophagus, that, in your esophagus. In your esophagus. Strangely, I have a bag of dry chia seeds at my house right now because I got them at the 99 cent only store and I thought that Oliver would think that I was healthy if I brought them home and maybe he would want to eat them. 
and then I had to throw them away. Yeah. That's they right. were in there for a really long time. Some people sprinkle them in smoothies and on salads. But how's that work? You just can't eat them all together at once. You can sprinkle them? Yeah, I guess. There's but no really, warning on that bag. Really, you're supposed to mix it with liquid first. And there should be a warning because this man almost died. That should be in capital letters. Yeah, I would yeah. never have known that. Okay. Yeah. Press um, So they can, speaking of the, the romaine lettuce thing, oh, we're so late. But someone sent you a meme about the romaine lettuce. What did it say? Outbreak. Um, but why it sent me a meme? Yeah. Why? Why me? So it says, okay, it says the Romaine Empire has fallen. Caesar is dead. Let us pray. That's amazing. Let us. Let no, us. No, I get it. I get the whole pray. thing. Uh, that was Lisa Matheson for Katie. And then Lynn Cummings wrote, where is your heart? Because I said I hated it, like a heart, romaine heart, you know? And then she said, arugula flissner will appreciate this. I don't know what that's supposed to be. Is that supposed to be another flissner? Arugula, yeah. arugula flissner. That one's a little harder for me to get to. She needs to write back and explain it. She did write hashtag romaine calm. Oh, my God. <laughs> so thank you, Lisa and Lynn, for thank ruining you, Lynn. my life. Thank you for giving me a happy Thanksgiving. So I was really sick. So now I'm really happy about that. Yeah. So not from romaine. No. Sorry, I was not sick yeah, from let's romaine. Yeah. Clarify. Katie's never eaten lettuce. Um, I eat lettuce. You do, with lots of ranch. So swinging a pot around, she was. Then they say she said, "We're all going to die today," and. Then she had a knife all of a sudden. She's like one of those weird stories where someone's like, it's like a dream they're telling. And then she had a knife. And then like there was an elephant and she was riding the elephant across and going to kill us. You know, I think there is an interrogation video of this and I wish I had listened to it. I saw something I want to see how good the story flows. Yeah, I want to see exactly what. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it sounds BS. Because even Dateline doesn't. You're right. It's not super linear. It doesn't seem to follow any kind of what's going on. So she was swinging this knife around and they were begging her to stop. And then Jazz says that Taz stabbed her once to get her to stop. And they all called a truce and they all were exhausted and they like were chilling. I'm picturing like in a boxing ring, like they were patting themselves down with towels and drinking water. But then one person said something and then it was like on again. Like is on, like there's fights like that, right? In a in yes. a club, like if there's a bar fight, and then it settles down for a second, and then one and guy's then he, like your mama, and then it's like back again. What'd you say about my mom? And then it's back again. Hold my earrings, back again. Are you doing hold hold your earrings? For that's the ninety day fiance. No, w- was there a recent hold my earrings on ninety day fiance? No, just the ninety day fiance mom that like takes off her rings every five seconds. She's like, I'm taking off my rings and like announcing it. I'm gonna start doing that. Do it. I'm removing my jewels. Wait, who does that? The mom, uh, Chantal's mom. Oh my god, Chantal's with the, with mom with the harvesting of the American harvesting dollar. the American dollar, harvesting of the American dollar and taking off my rings. Are people making T-shirts of these things? The family it's Chantal, pretty amazing. yes, yeah, the of the Chantal. family Chantal, absolutely. Oh my goodness. Okay, okay. muy malo, malo, like a hundred times. Yeah. I was like, "Be you're you're yeah. butchering that language." Yeah, and I butcher terrible. a lot of languages, so for me to say it, it's bad. No, it's terrible. Okay. 
the, they start fighting again. Nikki grabs for the knife and the fight's on again. And they stab her some more in self-defense. And then they say Nikki got weak and she was said she was cold. Right. So they decide to warm her up in the bathtub. And all of a sudden, Nikki's like their grandma and their like sweet little angels. Like, here, let me draw you a bath. And like, let me put some bath bombs in it to make it, I don't know, moisturize. Like, it's so weird. Who draws? I mean, it's very, and then she just like, they say she was still screaming and spitting mad at them while she was in the bathtub. And then she just sort of drifted off to sleep and died. It makes no sense. First of all, the police are like, if she was still alive when she was put in the tub, the water would be filled with blood because she would have bled out and it's not. So she was dead before and they put her in the tub to wipe off prints, maybe, I guess. Um, It's, I, uh, Mm, I don't understand the tub. Okay, yeah, I don't understand the tub. Maybe to preserve her body longer so the timeline would be off. Like I it, think they didn't know exactly what their plan was on the tail end. Right. And so they put her in, they maybe had her to another plan to start and then it changed halfway through. Right. Who who knows? Okay. So the DA doesn't buy a word of it. Nikki's mom doesn't buy a word of it. She says Nikki never even spanked them. There's no way she would come after them with a knife. And Nikki had 45 stab wounds. That's what that makes is- this even more horrific 45 stab wounds her spinal cord is almost severed i read reports that it was oh that she could not have like helped get herself in the tub or yes got herself in a tub yeah um she was on her back and being stabbed from above there's a lot of defensive wounds uh so keith plays the footage of jazz and taz crying in the interrogation room and then he's so proud of himself because he shows yes. that, and they're crying, and they're distraught. And then he says, listen to the little darlings when they didn't know they were being recorded. Love, Keith. And he's so happy. And then it cuts to they are in the back of the cop car after they've been arrested. They don't know they're being recorded. And they are totally different girls. They are cussing, and they're totally arrogant and cocky. They're saying oh things like, did you find a murder weapon with my prints on it? Please, Please tell me you found a murder weapon with my prints on it. Like, I would love that. Okay? Please. It's wow. so... And then they're saying stuff about the cops. Like, yeah. these, these effing redneck, dumb, dirty-ass cops did this bull s. Like, it's... They're cussing up a storm. And I'm sure the cops were just like, really? Interesting. They Now they can't wait to bring down these sweet little girls. Then the cops find this journal. It's like a journal that Jazz and Taz have been passing back and forth to each other so no one could hear them talking. And it's in each of their handwritings separately. Like one is very flowy kind of and one yeah. is like, I think more like a serial killer. More like scratchy. So yeah. one's more like bubbles and like nice, like a teenage girl you would expect. And then one is more like yours. Like mine. Yeah, like a serial killer. Yes. So it says one of them writes... She don't care. She's selfish. We got to get rid of her. And the other one writes back, that's what I think also. (laughs) The phrasing just makes me laugh so much. And then she says, uh, she got to go ASAP. So they're 
they've planned this for sure. But for some reason, the DA decides that maybe he doesn't want to go to trial. Basically, I think it was to save money because I think he had a, an airtight case. He lets the twins plead to a lesser charge, but they're still getting 30 years each, which sounds like a lot. But then you were pointing out they're only going to be like 50 when they're out and maybe sooner than that. So, yeah, if they're going into prison at 19. Yeah, that'll be out at 49. Yeah, that's not enough. If, and the mom, if that, if that's that, the they longest. could get, yeah, way right. shorter. So the mom doesn't think it's enough. She gives us the best lines of the yes. night. Yes. Mom is Linda. so good. Love her. She says, I know these are my grandchildren, but come on now. Get it. It's and the then best. she says, If they can do this to their mom, God help us all. Like, we're all in danger. She's good. Love it's her. It's so good. It's so refreshing. It is so refreshing to have a family member not in denial. Like, these girls are evil. I know they're my blood. Uh Uh-huh. These girls are evil. And And they killed my baby. Didn't we just have a mom who was like, I know my daughter's forgiven her. Like, from the dead. No, we have. And she's not like, he has forgiven her. I forgive them. They're just people. We all make mistakes. I visit them every week in prison. They're still my daughter. Nothing like that. The one lady, the blonde lady with the boyfriend that was young, really young, like he was, or he wasn't her boyfriend, but he was like 19 or maybe he was her boyfriend and he killed her daughter. Do you remember? Yes. Like she like totally like went up for his defense and stuff. Like people get crazy. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I love like the forgiveness. I Linda for they not think doing that. they always yeah. are like, well, forgiveness hurts me just as much as it hurts them. Resentment, you shouldn't carry it with you. I'm gonna, God would want me to forgive, so I'm forgiving. I say, screw that. These girls, f these what bitches. About just disownment. Just yeah. wipe the slate. Just yeah. be like, they're not a member of my family. We're done here. Yeah, I don't have to forgive them. I don't have to think about them. Yes. Whatever happens or whatever they do now is outside of me. Yes. Yeah. Done. That's what I, I mean, I don't know. Yes. No, I've I never agree. Had, I've never had this happen in my family, obviously. You have not had girls, your children have never tried to kill you? My mother? No. Shocking. No. Um, I ha- was a bitchy teenager and I hated my mom. I was really mean to her. She knows I was really mean to her. She talks about it all the time. But I never tried to kill her. Thank God. You're and I could have. Teenager. I could have because she is we. She's basically a she pocket a little, person. She is a pocket person. Yeah. So I could have easily like just snapped that little neck and I n- didn't. You didn't even think about it though. See, this is the difference. These girls not only like, and I hated my mom for a period in high school and like wanted to run away and all this stuff. But like I never thought about killing my mom. Yeah. Because neither one of us are sociopaths or psychopaths. And these well, girls... Well, I think, I think that's exactly it. So it's, it's the two things. It's every teenager is crazy, hormonal. Right. Sure. Their frontal lobes are not developed. They don't understand consequences. They're irrational. But w- everyone, teenagers like that. But when you combine that with some sort of like sociopathic lack of empathy or whatever it is, mm-hmm. then you get these kids stabbing each other and stuff like that probably mm-hmm. i think that's what it is because these girls did not feel any sort of regret they felt nothing like no no regret about what they did no absolutely not these girls they're sociopaths yeah for for sure and that's not crazy that both of them are unless like one of them is and is bullying the other one 
I do think that one of them was the stronger one from what I read in outside information. It seemed like Jazz was the Uh more, but Taz was the one that broke first, was the one that came up with the story and told the cops first. Jazz, no, Jazz is the one, wait, Jazz is the one who says that Taz stabbed first. So Jazz could be the stronger one and then tried to blame it on the other sister. Jazz is the one that broke first. Yeah. Yeah. So- I could be I it's nuts um and they so, were so cute and Nikki was so cute they could have been the cutest little family I mean yeah so it's sad. really awful this yeah. is and the and the problem is we never get a motive we'll just no. tell you that right now there's never a there's never a a real reason they were these girls were not abused by their mother there was no, not they a just wanted to would, do what they wanted to do and their mom Shh. was not letting them do that their mom yeah. was trying to parent them yeah and, and I think it like was that. a a huge mistake to send them to the grandma's house where they had total freedom for a few years where they could run even more wild that's kids need discipline and structure and that's the opposite of what they but got grandma at their grandma's knew. house great grandma knew that things had gone bad too so are you done with your recap i'll tell yes. you a little bit of outside information yes so grandma deadbolted her room she got a deadbolt for her room when the girls were there because they would not stop taking her money they oh. were stealing from her constantly so yeah. grandma had had it. Great grandma was done. I don't like, get grandma. I think that she got under a little over her head. I think that she thought that they were going to be kind of wild like Nikki. But these, I don't think Nikki was evil. I think right. that this grandma was coming right. up against two. Uh huh. And they're evil. Yeah. 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 It was a big problem. Yeah. So oh. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, and then the other thing that. Uh, so what happened during the fight, the other outside information, during during the story, apparently, when the twins killed Nikki, that break, Nikki went to a neighbor. <gasps> they found blood on the doorbell. The neighbor wasn't home, but Nikki <gasps> was like banging on the door and ringing on the doorbell. Nikki was trying to get help. Uh, she got outside? She went outside and the girls brought it, got her back in. And no one saw it? Mm-mm. That's so sad. It's so sad. Yeah. Really or do you is. think she willingly went back in because she's like, no, we can work this out? Yeah, maybe. It is her daughters. I yeah. don't think she thinks they're going to actually go through with right. full-on killing her. Oh, my God. That's yeah. so But terrible. I think the girls had taken their mom's phone. <sighs> I think they had hid her phone. Oh, my God. It's so... Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's true, but that must have been what happened. So, do that you have any so B-roll sad. bonanza? Um... The mom, who I love so much, is looking Linda. at pictures of Nikki and out of a Tupperware container. And I just don't understand because I know she scrapbooks. Like, I know, Linda, that you have scrapbooked. And you are going through photos of in from a Tupperware container. I think that... Pr- and I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Um, but she did do something that ties into precious moments, which I haven't seen someone on Dateline do. Is she was kissing? She the kissed pictures. the photos. Yep. Yeah. She kissed the photos. And the other precious moment would be when she drives to the crime scene and she's like, "Where's my daughter?" And the police officer says, "I'm sorry, ma'am, your daughter has expired," which is the worst. The worst. Don't say. I know you're trying to be clinical because you're a policeman, but she is not a carton of yo play. She is a person, so don't say that. Don't like, say expired. Say That's deceased or something. Passed else. on. Passed terrible. away. Um, Did you have other B roll? No, I, didn't. I had one more that okay. you missed. It's really important. Um, Robert 
Robert Head. Yeah. Uh, the so um you, you, we get to see him doing dishes, which is why was that? What was that? He's in his house. I was I think, so confused. I think Did he, he likes to be busy. Yeah, I think he was just like, you guys can take do do it now. I'll just do these dishes. Yeah. Because Liz just, said they like asked like they had her just like look out the window, drink the coffee and stuff. But like was he no, like I think he maybe can he, I straighten up? Did he have to I think he was maybe more awkward looking out a window and so he just said I'd rather be doing something be active. Maybe they asked him. Is it to um, like convey that he's like a hard working man or something? Like a good ma- no, guy? No, 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 I don't think so at all. Up? I think it doesn't he mean probably anything. It doesn't just, mean a thing. You're reading way much too much into it. But did you see the second part of his B roll, what he's doing? Uh uh-uh. uh. He's getting ice. From his ice maker in his fridge. I wrote it in all caps. <gasps> Did it look crunchy? Did it look a cubed ice? I don't or know. Something? I've never seen it before, though. I have not seen that yet on a dateline. He was just clink, 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 clink wow. out of his refrigerator. It made me want one of those fridges so bad. Yeah, you really do. It makes do. ice. Someone else sent us that Amazon oh. thing that $400 ice maker was like, you should get this for Katie. And I was like, ha you don't know how poor we are. That's I also, funny. I feel like if I had known, I would have asked for it for my wedding, and I would have said, "Everyone, go in on it. Here's right. a payment plan. Everyone, yeah. pay thirty five dollars." I'm going to be severely machine. anemic in a couple of years, and I'm going to need this. <laughs> I'm going to need this ice machine. <laughs> Thank you. All right, what else do you have? Um, brands unhappy being on Dateline. I just think twin girls. Really, it's so sad. It's ruined. Yeah, this really did it for twins. Like yeah. you're done. Um, do you have anything else for this episode? No, that's it. That's all you've got? That's it. That's all she wrote. All right. I don't think I have anything either, except I do have one quote that I'd like to end with that I thought was very interesting. That Keith says, Atlanta, capital of overheated ambition. What is I don't know, but it's really good. And I don't know what that means. Overheated ambition. That's a diss. I know, but that was from Keith. So I'm just going to say that. Oh, some Aaron Mueller on or Mueller could be Mueller um, on Facebook totally solved um, the mystery on Ocean Boulevard. What? So you know how I so I posted a picture of the mom doing that flirty face to keep to uh, Josh, you know, when she's talking about her dead son and it's terrible. Mm -hmm. But and how she's had all that work done. And I said she was like the poor man's Mickey, kind of. Because, like, Mickey has not had work done. She looks more natural. Aaron wrote, I 100% thought this picture was Mickey until I listened to your podcast. They are the same person. Oh, my gosh. Maybe the neighbor spotted Mickey that night. Solved it. Where was Mickey? Where was Mickey? Because the neighbor could swear that she saw Dina there that night, and we thought, oh, it must have been the twin, Nina. What if it was As the third twin, Mickey. the poor man's twin, Mickey the triplet? Is oh, Mickey it's like on aunt. Saturday Night Live when they have the triplet, and it's like Kristen no, Wiig, and she's really are, unattractive. These women, are, they're too young to be Mickey, so Mickey's got to be their aunt. Older sister? Older sister, half-sister. Half-sister. Older half-sister, 10 years older. Yeah, and all natural. So it, it could have been Mickey that night. Maybe they share an intelligence analyst. <laughs> um, maybe Aaron is an intelligence analyst because I think that's really good. And I think okay, this is now the third crime we have blamed Mickey on, I, be- I think. 
Mickey better just come on at this point. We're ready yeah. to have you on, Mickey. We have yeah. some questions. We want to talk to you. Yeah, because we're blaming you every week. We're not blaming her. We're suggesting that she may have been in the area. Yeah. It doesn't look good. Just hanging out. <laughs> All With right. binoculars. Like, De- like Delia. Like Delia. All right. Okay, um, I think that's all. This is the second time we've done this episode, so we are done. Don't watch alone. Watch. Watch hanging out on a fountain in no. the mall, scoping the scene. Watch with your meat. Ski- what did I call it? Ski- meat. Oh, no. Meat. Uh, meat ski- Meat skis. Meat skis. Watch at your next meat skis. That sounds like something totally different. Watch with your lounge lizard. Lot watch lizard. With your, watch with your favorite lot lizard. Bye, everybody. Bye. When we stand